Well, good morning to you. It is Monday, September 18th, 2023. Monday, September 18th, 2023. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava, September 8th, 2023. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Briefly, the death toll in Libya was revised down to about 4,000 today. Uh, 9,000 are still missing. The original estimate of over 11,000 did not come from an official source. Uh, That's why it was so high. Uh, But with 9,000 still missing, I mean, I can't imagine it not, I can't imagine it going down again. Uh, It looks really bad there. A lot of people are buried in the rubble. So, and like I said, some were just washed out to sea. So we might never know. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast and also right at the top of the search. Uh, can I just say, I appreciate you so much. Very nice of you to come every day. Thank you. In case I haven't told you that before. Uh, if you can, please bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. Um, and you can tweet to me or X to me questions or insights or come fight with me at cyberclops c-y-b-e-r-c-l-o-p-s on formerly known as twitter let's start as we usually do with the war in ukraine uh president i don't know if you saw it did you see it last night president volodymyr Zelensky, ukrainian president volodymyr Zelensky, had a great 60 minutes interview last night he denied he was responsible for the drone strikes in russia which, of course, he will continue denying. I, you know what? I think, I think some of them have not been Zelensky's. I think it was uh, internal strife that did some of them. But yeah, I would bet that Zelensky did most of them. Uh, but he, he, he did allude to it. Zelensky said, <clears throat> Zelensky said, Kiev used weapons supplied by allies on the territory of Ukraine only, but added, Russia needs to know that wherever it is, whichever place they use for launching missiles to strike Ukraine, Ukraine has every moral right to send a response to those places. We are responding to them saying, your sky is not as well protected Uh as you think. (laughs) So yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of obvious. Russian officials have reported several drone strikes on the country, including one on Sunday that they said led to three airports in the Moscow region, briefly shutting down. Uh, During the interview, Zelensky was extremely thankful uh, for U.S. aid and the aid from other allies. He said, if Ukraine falls, Putin will surely go further. What will the United States of America do when Putin reaches the Baltic states? They will obviously go to war with Russia. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, he didn't say that part. I said that part. Uh, He went on, though. When when Putin reaches the Polish border, if Ukraine falls, what will happen in 10 years? We are fighting for real with a nuclear state that threatens to destroy the world. He said he believed Putin will continue to make veiled threats to use nuclear weapons. He said Putin is waiting for the United States to become less stable. He thinks that... Uh, he thinks that's going to happen during the U.S. election. 
Uh, he will be looking for instability in Europe and the United States of America. He will use the risk of using nuclear weapons to fuel that instability. And if you remember, during the last election, Putin was uh, uh, saber rattling, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, was he? Was he saber? Uh, I believe he was saber rattling about what was going on in Ukraine. It was before the war, but he was he was nuclear saber uh, rattling. Uh, world's leaders, uh, world leaders are heading to New York to take part in the United Nations uh, talks this week, and Russia's uh, invasion of Ukraine will figure prominently, likely, during this year's event. Uh, speaking to reporters in late August, the U.S. envoy uh, to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said she expects most Western countries to exert intense pressure on Russia to withdraw troops from neighboring Ukraine, like he's going to care. Uh, the European Union is uh, gearing up uh, for a fight over what should be included in its 12th package of sanctions over Russia's war in Ukraine, the new measures which could be presented as early as next month, would likely include the EU's version of the upcoming G7 ban on the purchases of Russian diamonds and possibly a long-awaited proposal to use the profits generated by frozen central bank assets to aid Kyiv. Of course, Russia will challenge that in court and could win, actually. So, I don't know. I don't know if the EU really has the power to do that. Uh, the Parliament Speaker said Hungary is not sure it needs to approve Sweden's bid to join NATO, potentially signaling further delays to the process. Hungary's approval has been st uh, stuck in Parliament since July 2022 over criticism by Swedish politicians of Hungary's democratic backsliding. You mean, you mean Hungary with the, the autocrat, Viktor Orban, who hasn't lost an election in 30 years? and has somehow changed the election and backslid on democracy? You mean that one that they talk about? The one that, Viktor Orban? The guy that Republicans love. Right? Uh, Parliament Speaker Laszlo Kover, a member of the ruling Fidesz party, told Hero TV, it is not sure we need to approve this bid. Uh, you know, the EU is getting pissed. You might want to start doing it. Uh, China's top diplomat, Wang Yi, has uh, begun a four-day trip to Russia, during which both nations are expected to pledge deeper mutual political trust. Uh, readying for a um, possible visit by uh, Putin to uh, Beijing in October. We shall see. Uh, Ukraine's cabinet of ministry uh, ministers has announced that all of Kyiv's deputy defense ministers have been dismissed. Hannah Myler, Volodymyr Havrilov, Rostislav Zamilinsky, Denis Sharapov, Andrei Shevchenko, Shevchenko, and Vitaly Deneha were the country's six deputy defense ministers. Uh, moving on. Uh, Poland joined all three Baltic states and Finland in enforcing a European ban on cars registered in Russia on Sunday. The citizenship of the driver and 
any passengers make no difference. Uh, Polish Interior Minister Marus Kaminski said, a car registered in Russia has no right to enter Poland. This is another element of the sanctions imposed on Russia and its citizens in connection with the brutal war in Ukraine. Due to the fact that the Russian uh, state uh, today constitutes a threat to international security. So there you have it. I guess they'll just have to re-register it wherever they are. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. Do they seize them and auction them off? I don't know what they do. Anybody want a Russian car? I don't. Uh, today, Russia and Ukraine will face off uh, at the International Criminal uh, uh, International Court of Justice over uh, Moscow's claim of genocide in eastern Ukraine as a pretext for the invasion. Uh, representatives from the two warring nations will go head-to-head at the uh, Peace Palace in The Hague over whether the top UN court has the jurisdiction to order a halt to Russia's ongoing military action. Like Putin would stop if they said something. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, this is apparently uh, Putin is is trying to say he had a, a legitimate reason to invade Ukraine, of course, which he does not. Uh, All the areas that he's talking about were independent at the time uh, due to Russia's uh, meddling. So, eh, I don't know. Uh, It's not going to happen, though. A United Nations expert has said the human rights situation in Russia has significantly deteriorated since it invaded Ukraine in February last year. A copy of the report read, Russian authorities have severely curtailed the freedoms of association, peaceful assembly, and expression, both online and offline, and have fundamentally undermined the independence of the judiciary and the guarantees of fair trial. Gee, what a shock. This is what happens when a dictator takes over. Uh, An array of administrative sanctions is being applied arbitrarily against dissenters and force used against peaceful protesters. They had continued... Uh, last night, Crimean telegram channels report an ex- uh, reported an explosion in the area of Cape Fiolent in the occupied Sevastopol. Uh, intelligence says it was a joint operation of Ukraine's defense intelligence and the Ukrainian Navy. Uh, the pro-Russian telegram channel, CHP Sevastopol, Emergency Sevastopol, uh, reports that explosions were heard in the area of Fiolent. Uh, in turn, the telegram uh, channel... Krimsky, uh, Vetter, which means uh, Crimean wind, uh, reports that an explosion occurred on Cape Fiolent in the area of the Radio Electronic Signals Intelligence or the Air Defense Unit, uh, which are located nearby. Uh, I'm sure that's what they were going for. I don't know if they got it. Uh, we, we probably won't hear the truth from Russia. Uh, later, the Russian Ministry of uh, Defense said... Uh, that a, at 2030, the air defense system of the occupier shot down two Ukrainian drones over the south, southwestern part of Crimea and another one at 2130. The so-called governor of Sevastopol, Mikhail Razvozhyev, uh, claims that the smoke in the area of the southern bay is a means of camouflage. He said, if you see smoke, they are using standardized aerosol camouflage agents 
Yes, the smell is unpleasant, but it is absolutely safe. <laughs> Everything is fine in the city. I guess he got a different memo than everyone else. According to the uh, uh, mayor, air defense systems downed the drones in the Moscow region's Istrinsky and Raman, uh, Ramansky districts. No one was injured and no damage was reported. Oriol Governor uh, Andrei uh, Klitschkov uh, also said the drone, uh, a drone crashed into a non-residential target in the uh, city's Zeleznodorsny uh, district. Uh, Telegram uh, channel shot uh, wrote that the drone crashed into an oil depot, damaging one of the fuel tanks. Uh, Klitschkov uh, later confirmed this information, adding that no one was injured in the attack and that the fuel tank fire was extinguished by morning. All these Russian words are making me need coffee. I'll get them in, get it in a second. Uh, Zelensky says his forces have recaptured an eastern village on the southern flank of Bakhmut in what would be Ukraine's second significant gain in three days in its grueling counteroffensive against Russian forces. Uh, Zelensky said in his nightly video address to the nation, Today, I would like to particularly commend the soldiers who step-by-step step are returning to Ukraine uh, what belongs to it, namely in the area of Bakhmut. Uh, the heavy fight for the Klitschivka village spread on higher grounds, about nine kilo- kilometers south of Bakhmut, which is like six miles, has taken weeks and comes after Kiev said on Friday it had gained control of a tiny nearby village of Andrivka, and we talked about that last week. Uh, Deputy Defense Minister, I, I guess former Deputy Defense Minister, acting as she was still Deputy Defense Minister, Hannah Mylar, said Kiev's forces had retaken two square miles of land in the past week, uh, two square kilometers, excuse me. Uh, of land in the past week around the shattered Russian-held eastern city of Bakhmut. Uh, uh, Farther south in the Donetsk region, Ukrainian troops continued to hold back a Russian offensive aimed at capturing the town of Avdivka and Marienka. To further help you with your English, they said they... uh, Farther south in the Donetsk region, farther has to do with distance further, has to do with something a little bit less concrete, like furthering my agenda of delaying this while I reach over and get my uh, coffee cup. Ukraine says it downed 18 Russian drones and 17 cruise missiles attacking its territory overnight. The Ukrainian Air Force said on social media, a total of 24 strike UAVs were recorded around the Mykolaiv and Odessa regions. 18 attack drones were shot down by air defense units along the tracking route, adding all 17 missiles were shot down. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. China! China's military sent 103 warplanes toward Taiwan in a 24-hour period in what the island's defense ministry called a recent new high. We're not sure how recent that is. The ministry said the planes were detected between 6 a.m. on Sunday and 6 a.m. on Monday. As is customary, customary, they turned back before reaching Taiwan. 
Chinese warplanes fly towards the self-governing island on a nearly daily basis, but typically in smaller numbers. Uh, China has conducted increasingly large military drills in air and waters around Taiwan as tensions have grown between the two and with uh, the United States, of course. The recent actions may be an attempt to sway Taiwan's uh, presidential election, which is coming up in January. Taiwan's defense ministry said 40 of the planes crossed the symbolic median line between mainland China and the island. They included more than 30 fighter jets as well as mid-air refueling tanker planes. Uh, Taiwan also reported nine Chinese naval vessels in area waters in previous uh, 24 hours, uh, calling the Chinese military action harassment that it warned could escalate in the current tense atmosphere. The ministry said in a statement, we urge the Beijing authorities to bear responsibility and immediately stop such kind of destructive military activities. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning uh, asked uh, about the the reported military activity when, uh, when he was asked about it, said, there is no such thing as a median line because Taiwan is part of Chinese territory. Yeah, right. Um, that Iran deal seems to be finishing up here. Iran has claimed, of course, that it will spend that $6 billion however it pleases, and I think that's mostly political what they're saying. However, with $6 billion for uh, aid for the people, they can that frees up $6 billion uh, that they have uh, of their own money elsewhere, right? So they can do stuff. Uh, today. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I have a problem with allowing them to use it for aid of the Iranian people. If the, if the Iranian people get aid, why would they want to uh, overthrow their government? You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, today, five Americans who have been imprisoned in Iran have been freed and have landed in Doha, Qatar, before flying to the United States. The five all of whom have been designated as wrongfully detained, were freed as part of the wider deal that includes the U.S. uh, unfreezing $6 billion in Iranian funds uh, to be held in Qatar. Uh, Two relatives of the detainees are also on board, along with the uh, Qatari ambassador to Tehran. After stopping in the Qatari capital, they will travel on to Washington, D.C. area, to be reunited with their families. Uh, President Joe Biden celebrating the release of the five Americans after enduring years of agony, uncertainty, and suffering. Uh, Biden wrote in a statement today, five innocent Americans who were imprisoned in Iran are finally coming home. I am grateful to our partners at home and abroad for their tireless efforts to help us achieve this outcome, including the governments of Qatar, Oman, Switzerland, and South Korea. Uh, the U.S. will issue new sanctions against Iran following the release. They will target Tehran's Ministry of Intelligence and a former Iranian president, Ma, uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. I keep on hearing somebody next door talking very loudly as I do this report. <laughs> uh, Kevin McCarthy isn't just operating, isn't just operating on Listen to him. So loud. 
How annoying is that? Uh, Kevin McCarthy is just operating on both sides of the fence. He's uh, operation across multiple fences in, uh, in an attempt to not get ousted. And now the sirens start. If you remember, alleged ephebophile Matt Gates nearly got assaulted by another Republican because of his early on fighting against uh, Kevin McCarthy. Gates, in a floor speech uh, on Tuesday, said he was speaking to serve notice to McCarthy, saying, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. Gates warned that if McCarthy cuts conservatives out to pursue a continuing resolution with Democratic votes, he'll try to oust McCarthy from his speakership. Gates speaks about McCarthy in hostile personal terms, much more so than the other far-right members who despise McCarthy's leadership. After McCarthy's uh, dare to Gates and any others who would dare to file a motion to vacate, uh, Gates mocked him, telling CNN, I'm concerned for the speaker that he seems to be a little rattled and unhinged at a time when we need focus and strong effort. In a follow-up tweet, Gates instructed McCarthy to pull it together. Uh, Gates is going to challenge McCarthy's leadership, and I don't think Gates has the votes. If he challenges and loses, he will suddenly have zero political power. McCarthy thought that launching an impeachment inquiry into President Biden might soothe the Freedom Caucus and the passage of government funding bill. It did nothing of the sort. The Freedom uh, Caucus wants impeachment, not an inquiry. And the Freedom Caucus is still insisting on spending cuts and a series of partisan policy changes that are dead on arrival in the Senate. Even the one supposedly easy bill McCarthy had hoped to pass this week, a Defense Department funding measure for the next year, was scrapped due to the Freedom Caucus opposition. They need to get rid of the Freedom Caucus. As the group hoped to leverage it for promises elsewhere. Uh, the Freedom Caucus is being a big pain in everybody's ass. <clears throat> McCarthy, uh, on Thursday, cursed them out. McCarthy spoke directly to those members, threatening to challenge his speakership if he passed a spending bill with Democratic votes and dared them to do so. McCarthy told members something along the line of, well, you know, if you think you scare me because you want to file a motion to vacate, move the fucking motion. By Thursday afternoon, <laughs> there was reporting that moderates and the Freedom Caucus were working together to find some sort of temporary spending bill to keep the government open. He called his bluff. But even if they do that next week, and if it passes the House, the Senate will take it up, strip it out of more conservative provisions, and send it back to the House, probably with Ukraine aid attached. At that point, the Freedom Caucus will go ballistic. But with Zelensky visiting this week, they will lose that fight. Yesterday, McCarthy said he would bring a defense spending bill to vote win or lose this week, despite resistance from hardline fellow Republicans, with Republicans fractured by conservative demands for spending cuts, uh, spending to be cut to a 2022 level of $1.47 trillion, uh, $120 billion, uh, below the spending on which McCarthy agreed with Joe Biden in May. 
uh, McCarthy will have to struggle to get it. McCarthy also said he wants to make sure there is no shutdown on the 1st of October, saying a shutdown would only give strength to the Democrats. You're damn straight it will. Uh, Without an agreement, the shutdown will happen October 1, October 1st. Uh, The latest attempt, uh, uh, at least this is the latest attempt, uh, is Jeffrey Clark doing it. Uh, Trump-era Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark, who was charged in the Georgia election subversion indictment, is facing off in court today against Fulton County prosecutors at a hearing over his attempt to move his case to federal court. Just checking the news. Uh, It's like a broken record. The case stems from Clark's efforts to use his senior role at the Justice Department to help Trump overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, despite the objections of his bosses. Clark's attorney, Harry McDougald, told the judge not even an iota of his actions would be possible if if he wasn't a federal official. McDougald said it was in his lane because the president put it in his lane. It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're a federal official, does that mean you can't rob a bank if the president tells you to do so? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Clark and the other defendants seeking to move their cases to federal court say they were acting on behalf of the federal government after the election. Thus, they should be able to have their state charges tried before a federal judge, which would make it much less uh, bad for them, I suppose. Uh, The hearing at the federal courthouse in Atlanta is taking place in front of the U.S. District Judge Steve Jones, who issued a major ruling earlier this month uh, rejecting a similar request from another co-defendant, Trump White House uh, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. In other words, good luck with that. I, honestly, this one's a little different, but it doesn't matter. It, 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 it shouldn't work that way. <clears throat> Today, Hunter Biden filed suit against IRS, uh, alleging its agents illegally released his tax information and that the agency failed to protect his private records. Biden's son alleged the IRS unlawfully disclosed his tax return information and did not establish safeguards to ensure the confidentiality of his records. He is seeking, among other things, all documents involving the disclosure of tax information, $1,000 for each unauthorized disclosure, and attorney's fees. The lawsuit, which was filed in federal court in Washington, D.C., does not name the two IRS agents turned whistleblowers as defendants, but the lawsuit is centered on disclosures made by the agents. Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler and their lawyers in public statements, congressional testimony, and interviews. I still say Republicans overextended on this one and Hunter will get off for several reasons. Eh, maybe he'll get a little slap on the wrist, but that's about it. Uh, But they're just going to, they're just using this because they want to drag it out all the way through the election so they can say, you know, the Biden family is criminal. That's the only reason they're doing it. You would have thought it had already begun, especially in California. Friday, the state of California filed suit against ExxonMobil, Shell, BP, ConocoPhillips, and Chevron. Uh, also, uh, the, the, the group, what's it called? I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, accusing the five oil and gas giants of decades-long campaign to mislead the public about their 
uh, about the threat fossil fuels pose to the climate. The lawsuit makes California the largest economy to take legal action against fossil fuel companies over their efforts to make immense profits at the expense of the people of the world. I, and, and remember, the California, as far as uh, uh, its economy, it's like, what is it, four, number four or number five in the world. This is just the state of California. This has nothing to do with the United States. They are a big economy. Uh, with its new civil suit, Filed in San Francisco court, California joins Rhode Island, Minnesota, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, other states, and private groups and individuals, uh, plus numerous municipalities, including some here in California, that have sued the fossil fuel industry over its role in massive climate changes. The first thing they will try to do is move it to federal court, which they have done, tried to several times, and failed. Uh, cities and states representing 25% of the U.S. population are currently taking part in some kind of climate-related legal action against the fossil fuel industry. Yet federally, crickets, nothing. They're doing nothing federally. Uh, California's lawsuit, which also names the American Petroleum Institute as a defendant, comes days after the Wall Street Journal published that, and we talked about this story last week, uh, published a front-page story based on previously unreported documents that detail Exxon's behind-closed-doors effort to cast doubt on climate science after 2006. And by the way, I just want to really mention, a Wall Street Journal, the front page, great newspaper. Once you get to page two, forget it. It's garbage. It's nothing but opinion pieces. And it's all right-wing opinion pieces. Um, anyway, yeah, like I said, that's the story we did last week. Uh, California's uh, lawsuit aims to establish a fund that would be used to pay for recovery from extreme weather events and mitigation and adopt, uh, adapt, uh, ad adaptation efforts across the state. Uh, the lawsuit claims that California has already spent tens of billions of dollars paying for climate disasters and expects costs to rise significantly in the years ahead. Like I said, pay me now, pay me later. That's what's happening. Uh, but don't worry, Republicans keep telling us global warming doesn't exist. So we're fine. Nothing going on here. Uh, you know, I like Drew Barrymore, but I'm dizzy on her jumping back and forth on what she wanted to do. First, she stops her show for the writer's strike. Then she said she would start her show and immediately got backlash. She re responded by saying she would still do the show, but then backed off and said she would not. I guess she's having trouble making payments on her mansion or maybe paying her help. I have no idea. But at this point, she's not doing the show. Um, real quick, there seems to be a runaway F-35 jet somewhere over North Carolina. Hmm, where did I put that $80 million? I, I know I had it here a minute ago. <clears throat> yes, a pilot ejected when he was having some trouble and left it on autopilot. Uh, uh, by the way, the F-35, uh, a radar can't pick it up. <laughs> um, a joint base Charleston, an air base in uh, North Charleston, said it was working with Marine Corps Air Station uh, Bouf, uh, Beaufort to locate the F-35 uh, that was involved in a mishap Sunday afternoon. I think it crashed somewhere and they don't know where. I'm assuming it ran out of fuel by now, right? Right? but they don't know where. 
<laughs> They'll find it eventually, you know, on top of someone's house or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, I I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I can't think of any Friday flaming bags of crap, but if you can think of one that happened on Friday or Saturday, let me know what it was. You know, you can tweet to me. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Monday, September 18th, 2023. Monday, September 18th, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much for coming every day. It's very nice of you. Have I told you that? How much I appreciate you? Uh, bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. You can tweet to me or X to me, X claim to me, whatever it is to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on Twitter or what is formerly known as Twitter. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.